This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at pgasuperstore.com. Now, back to you, Chris. And now back in making his fourth appearance with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Owen Brown. Let me remind you about Owen's background. He is from Washington, D.C. He attended Occidental College out in L.A., and he joined the golf team as a sophomore and gradually moved his way all the way up to being their number one player. He was named a first-team all-conference, all-SCIAC golfer in 1980 and 1982, and he received an at-large invitation to the NCAA Division III Championship. He was inducted into their Golf Hall of Fame in 1997, and their Golf Annual MVP Award is now named in his honor. He turned pro in 1984, and he's won four times on the then Nike Tour, twice in 1991, once in 93, and once in 96. He has won three times on the regular tour at the 1998 Greater Hartford Open by chipping in from 40 feet to defeat Stuart Sink and Larry Mize in a playoff. I bet Larry Mize can name that tune in one note. He won the 1999 Colonial by one stroke over a host of players, including Fred Funk, in the 2005 Deutsche Bank Championship over Jason Bond. In 2005, he won the PGA Tour Comeback Player of the Year Award. Over the course of his playing career, he's had five wins, 45 top 10 finishes, and 105 top 25s. Included in those five wins are two so far on the Champions Tour, including the 2011 U.S. Senior Open, which he won by three strokes over Mark O'Meara. He's also won here in Atlanta at the 2015 Greater Gwinnett Championship by one stroke over Bernard Langer. He's gotten off to a great start this year. He's currently 28th on the money list. A couple of weeks ago, he finished tied for fifth at the uh, Colio Guard Classic. And I'm rooting very hard for him every week, and I'm thrilled he is back with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Owen, thanks for coming back on the show. Chris, you're such a good guy. I can't believe you've invited me back for a fourth, for a fourth visit. Thanks for having me. So, so, Owen, are you over in Biloxi, Mississippi, getting ready for this week's tournament? You know what? I'm in Biloxi, Mississippi. I'm at the draw party for the tournament. We'll get the Pro-Am starting tomorrow. And I'm in the, uh, I'm in the service garage behind the building talking to you about golf how much better is it to get than that <laughs> for me it doesn't get much better for you i'm sure it gets a heck of a lot better i appreciate you taking I'm living, time i'm living large the i'm living large right now <laughs> great to be with you <laughs> so uh, i gotta get your thoughts oh you know for status of your game you're, you're playing so well a tie for five just a couple of a tie for fifth a couple of weeks ago how you feeling about how 2018 has started uh, okay, so the, my my, uh, my golf the last year, year and a half, looks kind of like a heart monitor. My good's really good. My bad's really bad. Um, you know, I played really nicely in Tucson. I was very pleased by that. And then I played about the same kind of golf the next week, and my putter kind of went soft on me, and, and I finished uh, 40th or something like that. So I, I don't know what's coming every week. I'm just showing up and doing the best I can and having a lot of fun doing it still. So, that's you know, that's where, that's where we are. Well, when I look at, at your stats, Owen, you're driving the ball in the fairway 73% of the time. You're hitting the greens in regulation 65% of the time. You're 13th on tour in scrambling, 13th in one-putt percentage, 18th overall in putting average, and putts per round with 20. So it seems like it's just a matter of time before you're at the top of the leaderboard. You know what? Those are encouraging signs. I like hearing that from you because uh, I'm a little harder on myself than that. and I don't like I don't like some of the things I've been doing, but 
you know, every week is a new week. Um, I, I like some of the trend, and I'm just working towards uh, playing the best I can on a weekly basis. Owen, oh, we're uh, just talking with Donnie Hammond. We're a couple of weeks shy of this year's Masters tournament. I read that you know two of the greatest thrills that you've had in golf were you know being a part of the 2008 Ryder Cup team and and playing in the Masters. And and there was an article in the Augusta Chronicle back in 2006 that quoted you as saying that playing in the Masters was the only thing I've done or seen in golf that ever surpassed my expectations. Is that really the case? Well, that and being a part of the Ryder Cup team in 2008, those are the two things that exceeded. Look, you, you know, you play, you play really good golf. Here's how it breaks down for me. I play great. I happen to win a tournament. It's great. People pat you on the back. You know, you put the money in the bank. Uh, you, get, you get a few more house payments out of the deal. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, after, after that tournament's over, you're on to the next week and people are trying to beat your brains in and it doesn't, there's no staying power in that, right? There's no last to it. Um, you know, I guess if you look backward and you see in retrospect, some of the things that, that maybe those things have some legs, but the reality of it is, is that for me, the things that resonated that have resonated the most are uh, playing in the masters because to an American player, I think that's the pinnacle of golf. Now, I think the Open Championship also is one of those kinds of things that is, you know, kind of a his, an historical and kind of uh, uh, special type of thing. But the Masters is such a sp- spooky in the right context of the word place because there's so much. It's the only major that's played at the same venue every year. It's been played since the 30s. It's got the who's who as champions on it. And I, I think that, that a, a rookie could go there and play and never have to play a practice round and know exactly what he's up against because we've all been watching it for so long. We've all been invested in so long. I mean, every single person knows where he was in 1986 when Jack made that ridiculous run and won the tournament. And... Uh, it's just one of those very, very unique and special places. So, yes, that that course and that tournament holds a special place in my heart. And then, of course, the Ryder Cup, being an assistant captain of Paul Azinger and winning the Ryder Cup at Valhalla uh, on, on the heels of the team struggling for so long and uh, being a part of that is something that I never anticipated. I mean, I, I was close to qualifying for the Ryder Cup in 99 but didn't make the team, and you know, it's just one of those things that you're never sure you're going to get a chance to experience. And the grace of Paul, he invited me, and and uh, and I was there, and it was just uh, the most exciting thing I've been a part of. So, Owen, when you look at going going back to your time in college at Occidental, right, you, you get inducted into their Hall of Fame. The MVP trophy is now named in your honor. What's it like? being recognized but you know by your school like that not only getting into their hall of fame but now their trophy that everybody else after that is now going to be holding is the Owen Brown trophy um well it's certainly a big honor you know i mean i it, i don't i don't know that anybody plays this game for stuff like that but when 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 a, a body like the school that you went to takes it upon itself to embrace what you've done. Uh, certainly they're not going to put me in the academic hall of fame, 
but to embrace what I've done as a player and, and have it reflect on their program and try and uh, establish some kind of a, like an historical reference for the program, that means a lot. And Owen, like I mentioned in your intro, got your first win on the, on the PGA Tour at the 98 Hartford Open by chipping in from 40 feet to defeat, amongst other, Larry Mize, which just seems, you know, very ironic that uh, after Larry, you know, gets his Masters in 87 by chipping in, you come out and you, you chip in to beat him to win a golf tournament. Did you ever talk to, did, did Larry ever say anything to you about that and compare the chips or anything along those lines? Well, Larry and I are very good friends. Uh, I have great admiration for Larry. He is one of the really genuinely nice, wonderful people on the Champions Tour, but the PGA Tour as well. He's a gentleman's gentleman. He's a Christian. Uh, he walks the walk. He's a uh, he's he's one of the few people uh, that you meet in life where you go, you know, this guy this guy is for real, you know, I mean, he's just a really, really good guy. Um, and you know, when I chipped in, when I chipped in to win that tournament, a bunch of people are talking about this and that, blah, blah, blah. And what a great shot it was. And I go, Hey, the greatest shot that I've ever seen was the shot that Larry made to win the masters in 87, uh, against Greg, you know, I mean, Greg, the best player in the world and Larry in maybe the most, I mean, if he'd hit it in the water on his second shot, that would have been the worst position, but the next worst position was to have missed the green that far to the right. And then hometown hero, Kansas, you know, the most, maybe the most improbable shot I've ever seen uh, televised. Now, you know, Gene Saracen, when he, when he made his double eagle there or whatever, but that wasn't the, you know, the, the uh, that wasn't the walk-off either, right? When Larry made that shot, uh, I mean, it's, it's an inexplicable experience for, especially for a homie. For him to have done that, um, you know, that's his that's his legacy in golf. All the great things that he's done, all the stuff that he's that he's done, you know, to help other people and all the golf that he's played, the great golf that he's played, that is the one shot for which he'll always be remembered. Owen, just a couple more before we let you get back to the to the party. You two thousand eleven, you're out on the champions tour, now you bring home a major, right? You win the twenty eleven US senior open at Inverness. Talk about winning a major, not only winning a major, you know, in the style that you did, but you outdistance a field, you know, of, of you know, legends, obviously, right? The Marco Miras and Kalkovecki and, and Hale Irwin, Bernard Longer, all near the top of the leaderboard. Talk about what it was like coming down the stretch trying to, you know, beat those guys. Well, um, it, was a, it was a difficult week. You know, I, I opened with a really low round. I, I had the lead uh, starting from Thursday, and I think I had a two-shot lead every day going into Sunday. I played with Mark O'Meara on Saturday and Sunday, and we kind of had a, a little battle going on Saturday uh, where, especially on the back nine, we really got it going. And, and M.O. shot – he shot 31 on the back nine, and I birdied the last hole, and I'm sitting in the scoring tent, I'm adding it up, and I shot 29. And I, that helped me maintain my two-shot lead over him. But it, more importantly, it distanced me from everybody else in the field. So Mark had a three-shot lead for second, and I had a two-shot lead on him. It basically ended up being match play on Sunday. And, you know, you, you just couldn't ask for a better pairing than to get paired with Mark. He's uh, First of all, we're, we like fishing. We talk about that. We go fishing together. 
he's one of those kind of guys that's really easy to get along with. He's not, uh, you know, he's out there to play his best golf. But the first guy, you know, to meet me when I made my putt on the on the final hole was Mo. He walked right to it before he did even put it out. Gave me a handshake and a hug, and um, it was a, an experience that I'll never forget. And uh, certainly, be paired with him the last 36 holes, I think, was was a real benefit because he's such a class act, such a great player. And and you drained a bomb for birdie on the last hole. You know, you end up winning by three. But that's got to be a huge thrill to cap it off that way. Well, uh, you know, uh, everybody asked me how that week went, and it was just a, it was a phenomenal week. It was almost an out-of-body experience. You know, I played as good a, as good a uh, golf day-to-day that, that, I, that I can remember. And, you know, each day was a lot of fun. You know, the first day I shoot 64, and I got a couple-shot lead. The second day I shoot 69. I maintain that. I'm playing with M.O. We shoot those ridiculous scores on the back nine. I maintain my lead. Everybody asked me how much fun was it. It goes, the first three days were a blast. Sunday was awful. You know, I mean, you know, got a, th- a 2.45 or 3 o'clock tea time. You know, go to sleep. You wake up at 2.30 in the morning. You can't sleep anymore. You know, you got the stress level building, <laughs> the anxiety, the whole thing. You know, the amount of time that I had between the time I woke up and couldn't fall back to sleep to the time I hit my first tee shot was almost a full day anyway. You know, it was 12 hours. And uh, and then to get out on the golf course and hit, uh, actually on the driving range and hit my first shot, a lot of that tension left my body, and I was able to play pretty solid golf. I had one one bogey and one birdie um, that last round. Of my only bogey was a three-putt. And the truth is is that uh, once I settled into the round – I think I hit my last uh, 11 or 12 greens in every fairway uh, from about the seventh or eighth hole to the house. So, you know, it was one of those great weeks for me um, to be a U.S. Senior Open Champion. That's going to be a big deal for a long time for me. Owen, are you coming here to Atlanta next month to play in the Mitsubishi Electric Classic up at uh, Sugarloaf? You know I am. And uh, I love that golf course. I love being in Atlanta. The golf course has been a part of the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour champions for a long time. Uh, it's springtime in the south. It's just a beautiful time of year, year to be up there. Greg Norman designed Sugarloaf. It's really a great golf course. And uh, Mitsubishi has stepped up, and they're a big sponsor. You know, they sponsor the tournament in Hawaii, and they, they sponsor that tournament there in Atlanta. And it's great to have them part of our tour. And uh, I can't wait to be up there in, uh, in about a month. Yeah, and I look forward to, to seeing you there. Before I let you go, I just want to throw one other thing. My father um, and his playing partner, Mike Wells, good friends, uh, uh, when we were living in Memphis and uh, were members at Stonebridge, remembers playing a round of golf with you. You're 19 years old, and uh, you were up there to play a tournament, and you played a practice round at Stonebridge, and he's, uh, he's followed your career ever since. I just wanted to throw that in and let you know that uh, he's a big fan of yours. You know what? Uh, anybody who's related to you, I'm a big fan of as well. And uh, tell them thank you so much. And uh, you know what? It's a great game, this game of golf. It brings you to meeting a lot of different people, takes you to a lot of different places. And uh, it's a journey that while, you know, you sit around and daydream about things, you can't imagine the reality of it. And it's, uh, you know, we're all really blessed and gifted to be part of part of golf and PGA Tour golf and this great game that brings us so many great places. Uh, you're fantastic, Owen. Let our listeners know, how can they follow you, stay up to date with all the great things you're doing, whether it's online or it's over social media? Yeah, so uh, i got a Twitter account. It's Olin Brown. I like uh, I like 
getting into things on on Twitter. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's it's a great source of uh, information. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to be talking about. Uh, there's certainly a, a lot of topics that people broach on Twitter, and uh, so that's how you can find me. And you know what? Any question? I'll I'll try and follow up. And you're a great disc jockey as well, by the way. So kudos to you. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, I post I post a song every day. My daughter is in uh, in the music business. She's a singer songwriter, and I was trying to figure out a way to kind of promote her product. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, I'm going to post a song every day and welcome everybody to the new day with a song. And then I slip one of her songs in there too, and it gets her a little publicity, and it's a lot of fun. So follow her on alexanderbrown.com as well. Alexandra, Alexandra oh, thank you. Music.com. Oh, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy night and stepping into the closet to, to take our take our call and be a part of the show. You're fantastic, my friend. I really appreciate you. Chris, it's great being with you. It's always great talking to you. I love your show. I love listening to your guests. And look forward to being invited back again for number five. There you go. Take care, Owen. Good luck. We look forward to catching up with you again real soon. All right, brother. Be well. See ya. Be sure to follow Owen Brown. I'm looking forward to having him up here in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. In between now and then, we are certainly huge Owen Brown fans in our family.